0: next tv movie of the week which you don't have to go to the cinema for by definition that's why it's called tv movie of the week <laughs> dozen best films are posted on uh, this is sub free television obviously it's not stuff you have to pay for we put them on our social channels then you make your comments known the selection this week includes hell or high water moonlight sorry to bother you eight mile wild rose and this island earth john O'Forward forward saw wild rose at a preview screening every time i'm reminded of it go down a rabbit hole of listening to the soundtrack an incredible and infectious film and jesse buckley is amazing mark will go for moonlight uh, nick reed says i mean there's a few films this there's few films this century better than moonlight which should and will of course be mark's pick but can we also have a word for wild rose an underseen gem with a stunning central performance from jesse buckley and a magnificent soundtrack Liam Daly that is a great selection of movies I have to go with Sorry to Bother You one of the most creative original funny and strangest movies in the last decade Simon Briggs says Mark will pick a Moonlight and Wild Rose double bill but I'd go for Sorry to Bother You more people should see it just so they can discuss how crazy it gets towards the end and Larry Evans says there are horror films and then there is It Follows what is our TV movie of the week
1: well, I'm going to go for Sorry to Bother You for exactly the reason that was pointed out by the last emailer, is that it hasn't been seen by enough people. It is a remarkable film. I mean, obviously, I love Moonlight. I I, I really love uh, Wild Rose, and we played the diner scene from Hell or High Water just recently. But Sorry to Bother You does get forgotten about. I mean, Boots Riley, I think... I mean, for a start, the gestation of Sorry to Bother You is such a strange thing, you know, with the soundtrack album and, and then the film. And it is so peculiar that it starts off in kind of the land of something that looks like weird dystopian fantasy, and then it goes into what can only be described as Oh, Lucky Man territory. And it is a really, really astonishingly strange film. So I'm going to go for Sorry to Bother You, which is 11 at night on Sunday on BBC Two. BBC Two
0: getting a rare BBC mention. BBC Two, for exactly, our film of the yeah. Uh, TV Movie of the Week, So Bad It's Bad, the four worst movies might be Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. No, I, that, that's... I, I, no! What? What? It, what, what? No! Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium, The Last Airbender, or Dirty Grandpa? Well, you know. Liam Daly, this bunch of weirdly connected because they show great actors and directors at their worst. But I have to go with Dirty Grandpa because it's unfunny and its tone is all over the place. Martin Q. Blank. I say it every time, but Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is a great film. Easily my favourite adaptation of the novel and does not deserve to be on this list. Poor Chuckles. Dirty Grandpa, on the other hand, deserves every bit of the scorn that Mark regularly heaps upon it. CLK says Frankenstein. One scene in the opening has so many cuts it gave me motion sickness. Paul Murray, we were listening to the car radio while driving away for a holiday when Mark reviewed The Last Airbender. I've maintained to this day it was the highlight of the holiday. Uh, That was a bad holiday you went on. And Jack (laughs) McPike, The Last Airbender, is still to this day the worst movie I've seen in a cinema. I loved the show as a kid, and my dad took me to see the film, and the whole time I could see rage building up in his face. I know Mark's going to say, Dirty Grandpa, and I don't blame him. It's terrible. So I think, Mark, with your permission, we're going to remove Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from that list because
1: it's just just outrageous. The thing about the edits... As far as I remember, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or Kenneth Branagh's Francis Ford Coppola presents Kenneth Branagh's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which I really like. I'm a fan of that film. Was one of the first big features to be edited on digital. I think it was edited on Avid, and everybody at the time said, oh, "Look, look what happens when you take away physical editing, and everyone just goes mad." I, I, I it's, it's a. Have you okay? Firstly. Have you read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? The transformation scene, or the, the not the transformation, the the you know the the bringing it alive scene in the book lasts half a page. It, it's literally it's just half a page. It's, you know he does the thing and then the and then the and then it's happened. And I I think that the tone of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the film. Um, is completely in keeping with, with the tone of the source, and I think Branner did a great job. The only thing I think Branner slightly regrets is how much running around with his shirt off he does. But frankly, if I had a six-pack that looked like his six-pack and I was directing and starring in the film, I would have done the same thing.
0: So uh, what are we going to go for? for the? Uh, We're going to
1: the... go for Dirty Grandpa, which is foul. And when can it's, I avoid it's that? It's foul. Well, Dirty Grandpa, you can avoid, well, at all times you should avoid it, but you should particularly avoid it at 20 past 11 on the evening, on Monday, on Film 4, Film 4, shame on you.